0: You are listening to Sermon Audio from Fort Myers Community Church. For more information about how to get involved in the life of this church family, please visit www.fmcc.life. For there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Holy Father, ah, Holy Spirit, Lord, that promise... I do not condemn you. I promise that there's no condemnation. Lord, that there will be no stones that condemn us because your son has paid for that. Holy Father, make sure we do not hold stones. Um, Let us look at each other with compassion and kindness and love and forgiveness. Let us look at a world that needs uh, the gospel Uh, in the good news that there is no condemnation. Father, open our hearts and our minds uh, as we go to your word. Let us see your truth, your story. Uh, Let us strengthen us, mature us, but above all, let us rest in the sufficiency and the supremacy of Jesus Christ in all things. Amen. Good morning. Beautiful day. I'm going to uh, start, I started, I titled uh, this message, uh, the word that goes out from God's mouth shall succeed in the thing for which it is sent. That's a paraphrase from the book of Isaiah. We'll look at it a little bit here in a, in a bit. I'm going to read a bit of text before I kind of introduce this, this scripture, because I think we need to understand Part of it before I can actually unpack it and, and put it into this perspective of, of the story of everyone and the, the amazingness of the gospel in our lives. I'm going to start in verse 1, and then I'm only going to go through um, verse 5, but I'm going to unpack verse 5 by reading Deuteronomy. This is where God says, they were in each his own home, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and placing her in the midst. They said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Verse 5. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. The question we have to ask is, where in the law do we find that? So we go to Deuteronomy chapter 22. And in verses 23 through 24, this is what it says. If a man is found lying with the wife of another man, both of them shall die. The man who lie with the woman and the woman, so you shall purge the evil from Israel. If there is a betrothed virgin, and this is where I think we are here in John 8. You have a very young woman. I'll show you that in a minute. We're back in Deuteronomy chapter 23. If there's a patrolled virgin and a man meets her in the city and lies with her, then you shall bring them both out to the gate of that city and you shall stone them to death with stones. The young woman, because she did not cry for help, though she was in the city, and the man, because he violated his neighbor's wife. So you shall purge the evil from their mist. That's what Deuteronomy says. So when these Pharisees confront Jesus with this woman caught in adultery, their mind, their mind, the law of Moses goes to Deuteronomy chapter 2, 22, 23 through 24. Then they go, So what do you say, Jesus? Right? So we need to get that in our minds before we unpack this and see the amazing how this story unfolds. First and foremost, this stoning law. You simply can't find it done very often, and actually by the time Jesus is here, it's actually very unpopular, um, but it's what the Word of God says. So, the reason I'm going to talk that this was a very young woman that they bring is because if they're, te- if they're trying to confront Jesus and trying to trap him within, can he get the law right, we have to understand what the law was, and the law here was Stoning was for a betrothed virgin. If you look at outside of the book of the law, there's also the Talmud, which is basically a Jewish um, instruction book on how to um, enforce the law. So you have all the laws you find in, in, in the Old Testament. The Pharisees and the the scribes added about 687 rules on top of the laws, And so in that, when we looked at the first part of 22, and it talks about a a man and woman caught in adultery, they need to be put to death. Within the Talmud, the penalty for that was strangulation. So I wanted to get us right because I want us to picture what's going on here. I want us to understand who this young lady is and what she's facing. I want us to understand that we're going to see in Scripture, they're doing this, they're trying to trap Jesus. And it's an ugly,
1: ugly trap. And that needs to come upon us. Here's a young lady, maybe 14 or 15 at that time period, caught in a sin, now being used by the leaders of the Jewish faith
0: To trap the creator of the world and so what i want to look at is who's the participants in this story the first participant we see is jesus he goes to mount of olives and he comes to the temple early and he's teaching and he's teaching all the people so there's a multitude of people that come to sit around outside the temple and listen to jesus teach so so far we have two we have jesus and a lot of people Then we have the scribes. Verse 3, the scribes and the Pharisees. The scribes at that time were basically uh, lawyers of the Jewish religion or ethicists. They would tell you what was moral and unmoral. That was the role of a scribe. And then we have the Pharisees, and the Pharisees were the religious leaders and teachers. And then in verse 3, we have the woman. So, you look at it, the participants are... Jesus, the people, the scribes, the Pharisees, and the woman. There's an amazing person missing.
1: The man. Caught in adultery. Where is he? He should be there. The law
0: says they're both to be stoned. Where in the world is this man? And the point of why he's not there is probably twofold, and I'll pack that in a little bit. They could care less about the law right now. They're trying to trap Christ. They're trying to catch him in something he is going to have a problem getting out of in their mind. And they, they're not really out there to try to get the man. They're trying to over, they're just trying to bring this young lady in there and get him to go one way or the other, and then they can hold something against him. We'll see what that is in a little bit. So who is the everyone that we're talking about? Who's sto- whose story is being told here? Is it the young ladies? Is it all the
1: people? Is it the Sadducees and the Pharisees? Who's the center f- central figure of the story? Over the years,
0: we've always said it was a young lady. In the context of eight, I care to differ. You can go home and read the rest of chapter eight. I think you'll see what I'm saying. I think the main figure of this story, and I think as I unpack it, I think you'll see that, I think it tends to be the people, the scribes, and the Pharisees. Now, we'll look at this a little bit more. The young lady is certainly, she has a story in this. But as we look at how Jesus unfolds this, he's making a point to just about, more importantly, just about everybody else and then to the
1: young lady. So
0: they tell us that they're testing the the Son of God, right? They bring this lady to her. They ask her, the law says this, what do you say? And then it says they're doing this to trap him. So if Jesus says yes, she needs
1: to be stoned, what happens to Jesus? He becomes a hypocrite.
0: where is this mercy he always preaches about as he's going around Galilee and Judea? Where is this I have come to save and not to condemn message that people keep hearing? Where is this forgiveness he talks so much about?
1: He heals some, he restores some, he forgives some, but not her. Where's that? He's a hypocrite
0: if he says yes. And worse than that, the only people that could meet, that could actually dish, dispense the justice of death are the Romans. He's a lawbreaker to the Romans. So the Sadducees and the Pharisees that bring this young lady in a trap, and they go, ha ha. He says, yes, we got him. Nailed him. We can bring a charge up against him. And if we can't bring a charge up against him, the Romans certainly can, because he is not allowed to kill somebody. If he says no,
1: you can't stone him. He's a lawbreaker. He's got
0: no credibility. How can you be a teacher of Israel and break the law? The scribes and the Pharisees again go, ha-ha, we got him.
1: We can hold something against him. Now we, the Jewish people, can hold something against him. He's a lawbreaker. So what about this law
0: that he's going to break? What do we know about this law? Because we have to unpack this law and how you mete out this justice of stoning, right? This is God's word in Deuteronomy. He lays this out. If a, if a young woman or an older woman is caught kind of
1: adultery, here's the punishment for it.
0: This law, to actually carry out the justice, you must be an eyewitness the actual act you must see it happen. It can't be that this young woman and a young man were walking down the street holding hands and they condemn them from adultery. That doesn't work. It can't be that they were sitting under a back alley and looking in each other's eyes. Uh, That's not adultery. Somebody had to actually see the act.
1: which tells you one or two things.
0: Either the young man that's not there is the eyewitness saying, yes, I did have it with you. I can tell you everything we did. Or even worse, but po- probably more possible, somebody was watching them. Somebody may have heard about it and say, hey, you know what? This could, we could really get Jesus with this one. So we're going to sit there and watch this thing- whole thing
1: happen. That's despicable. Ugly. That's the sin of these people. Right? So for somebody to pick up a stone and throw it at this young lady, they had to actually see it happen.
0: Actually, it's even more amazing to cast this stone, because Jesus is going to say, He who has no sin, cast the stone. Got to unpack this. Guess what sin they couldn't be guilty
1: of to cast the stone? This particular sin. The only way that you could cast a stone at this 14 or 15-year-old girl was to never have committed adultery. If you are not innocent of this particular sin, you can't cast a stone. We're going to see. There's only one person in this crowd that can cast a stone. Jesus speaks with
0: authority over all creation. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Colossians chapter 1, 15 through 20. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. by the blood
1: of his cross. What amazing scripture. All things, all things are him.
0: So John chapter 1 tells us he is the word and all creation comes through him. He speaks and it happens. Here in John, he speaks. Listen what he says. As they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her.
1: He speaks. He has authority.
0: Isaiah chapter 14, verses 26 and 27 says this. This is a purpose that is proposed concerning the whole earth as this is a hand that is stretched out over all the nations for the Lord of hosts has proposed and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out. Who will turn it back? Simply nobody. Isaiah 55 verses 10 and 13. For as a rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there but the but water the earth, bringing it, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. But shall accomplish that which I propose, and it shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. When God speaks... Nothing can change it. Nothing can annul it. Nobody or nothing can frustrate it. When it goes out from his mouth, it has its desired effect always.
1: Always. Let him who is without sin
0: among you be the first to throw a stone at her. That's what went out from his mouth. A condemnation and a conviction.
1: Go ahead, all you standing out in the crowd, throw a stone.
0: As long as you don't have this sin within you, you can do it. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground, verse 9, But when they heard it, remember Isaiah 55, I will send my word out. It will declare its purpose, and it will accomplish what I have it accomplished. Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. Everyone standing around to condemn this young lady heard it.
1: What did they do? They went. Away one by one, beginning with the older ones. His words had the desired effect. The amazing thing is, his words convicted, condemned, possibly began. Forgiveness and change of heart. Look at that in a minute. But not one person could stay there. This young lady, think about what she's doing. She's hearing all this. She's heard about Jesus. She may be hoping upon hope that he is this merciful guy because she's about to die. About to get hit with a stone, several stones probably a lot of really zealous people. In her mind, what do you think she's hoping for? She's hoping to hear this. Stone's dropping. says, what is she expecting? The stone hitting her. But Jesus' words had his desired effect. Why? Because he who created the universe spoke these words into existence to the whole crowd. The amazing thing
0: there is one human standing in the midst of all these people that has the perfect right to pick this rock up and throw it at her. And still be 100 percent holy
1: and what does he do i do not condemn you because i didn't come to condemn i came to save there is no condemnation for those of us who are in christ jesus and especially not for that young lady 2,020 something years ago standing in the outer courts of the temple
0: with a multitude of people around her entrapped by possibly somebody she actually loved because I don't know where this guy is but he should be there
1: he's not he's amazingly invisible she's trusting on this
0: transient preacher that she keeps hearing about, walking around Judea, talking about the kingdom of God is here. And I've come to, to forgiveness and save, not to condemn.
1: And you've got to believe hope upon hope. She's going, man, I hope this guy's right. And she was. Because Christ would do nothing else. Nothing else. I only do what the Father shows me.
0: And the Father shows me to save. And I only do what the Father tells me. And the Father asks me to come down from heaven, leave eternity, come down from heaven, live, die, and be resurrected for these sinful guys that want to throw a rock at this young lady.
1: Oh, the beauty of the gospel. And when they started walking away, one by one. I love what he says here. The oldest to the youngest. Remember what I said. To cast this stone. They could have never, ever committed the sin of adultery. I don't know how many people are there. There's more than two.
0: There's more than three, scribes and Pharisees, plural. There's at least six of those, right? And he says all the people,
1: and the Greek there talks about significant amount, right? Not one person could be found not guilty of adultery. Don't think Christ was surprised. He already knew it was in their heart. That young lady is relieved. In the multitude, here's what they heard. Again,
0: remind you. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I propose and shall succeed in the thing for which i sent it jesus let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her his word goes out but then they heard it they received it
1: guess what it shall
0: succeed in the thing for which I sent it immediately, instantaneously. The crowd was convicted of their
1: sin by the creator of the universe. They
0: felt shame by the creator of the universe. They found themselves guilty by the creator of the universe. And maybe some, but not all, heard or felt the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And I say not all, because go read the rest of chapter 8. You want to see one of the most frightening passages in all the Bible?
1: Read the rest of chapter 8. I'll give you a little hint. Jesus is going to tell them who the Pharisee's father is. And it's not God. So some of them, some of them probably heard the gospel. What about this young woman? What did she hear? (laughs) No condemnation. (laughs) Who can condemn you? Anybody here condemn you? She looks at him and says, my Lord. No. Nobody has. What's
0: the creator of the universe saw you? Again, let me remind you, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish what I propose. And shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, remember, it's just her and Jesus sitting there. Neither do
1: I condemned. Y'all remember the first time you got that? Do y'all remember
0: when the Holy Spirit speaking Christ, because that's why he's here. The Holy Spirit's here for one reason. To remind us of everything Jesus ever said.
1: John chapter 14, 15, 15. And he said this in chapter eight. Neither do I condemn you. He said that to me a long time. Tim, the world's condemning you. Friends may condemn you. Some people in the church may condemn you. But Jesus said, Tim, I don't condemn you. He said, Faye, I don't condemn you. He said, Tammy, I don't condemn you. Janet, I don't condemn you. Grant, I don't condemn you. We should always hang on to that because I got to believe this young lady went, <sighs> but he said something else to her. He didn't ignore her sin, did he? he said, I don't condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more did that to me. And knowing me, because he
0: intricately knit me in my mother's womb, he figures, even under my salvation, even in faith and believing me, Tim, you're still going to mess up. I've got that covered. I'm going to send my Holy Spirit. And he's going to dwell within you. And from the moment of your
1: salvation to the moment I take you home, he's going to help you. Not to sin anymore, And when you do, he's going to convict you. And when he does, you can come to me and you're still covered, because there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Some things to ponder on from this story.
0: One of the greatest things that I got out of this was we need to listen intently, carefully, inten- intentionally, for he is speaking. In Revelations, the church of Laodicea, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and him with me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock.
1: If anyone hears my voice. I hear the voice. He is sovereign. One more time.
0: Isaiah 55. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I propose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. I knock at the door if anyone hears my voice. He sends it out. He sends his voice out to hear. You're going to hear his voice.
1: Second thing I got out of this, as we saved by the precious blood of the Lamb who was slaughtered for my sin, how many of us are still holding on to stones for my
0: brothers and sisters of Christ? How many of us today can sit here and say, I'm angry at somebody I'm going to spend eternity with?
1: How many today can say I'm angry with a brother and sister in Christ? Only one thing you can do drop the stone. Anything less than that doesn't glorify God. I want to end with this Are we
0: amazed? Are we stunned? Are we enamored when we hear? The stone that was meant for my sins hit the ground because that punishment
1: was poured out upon Jesus Christ on the cross. Does that still stun us? Are we still amazed
0: by that? Are we enamored and endured and hold precious in all of our treasure in Christ alone?
1: Because a stone is not going to hit me.
0: Because 2,000 something years ago, on a cross in Calvary, God turned his face away from his son, who he has never, ever not existed with. Because when he looked upon Jesus, he saw the filth of Timiric.
1: And he poured all of his wrath God threw all his metaphorical stones at Christ. Thank you, Jesus. I just treasure them. Let's pray. Father, search me deeply. Uh, if I'm carrying any stones, Lord, help me drop them fast. Help me get rid of them. Lord, wake me up every morning to remind me that no stones will be cast at me for there's no condemnation
0: for those who are in Christ Jesus. Or the nakedness or famine or the IRS or angry brothers and sisters or anybody can condemn me
1: because I am your Covered
0: by the precious blood of a slaughtered lamb. Father, let me treasure that. Let me live in the promise that all of my sufficiency and all of my supremacy is perfectly only because of Christ Jesus. You look at me sufficient because of your Son. May we rest in his sufficiency and his supremacy alone in all things In your son's holy name, amen.